Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Bodhi Cognition Podcast. My name is Dhruva Mani. And my name is Arjun Khaled. And we would like to welcome Mr. Rajit Kamal, a global medtech digital commercial leader of Johnson & Johnson. Mr. Rajit Kamal attended Georgia Tech for his master's in chemical engineering in 1999. After working for about three years, he went to Harvard for his MBA. He worked as a consultant initially and now works at uh, Johnson & Johnson. We appreciate Mr. Kamal for giving us the opportunity to interview him. Welcome to the Bodhi Cognition uh, Podcast, Mr. Kamal. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be with both of you today. So, Mr. Kamal, our goal for Bodhi Cognition is to help students understand the various education and career paths they can take. So we wanted to start with your college decision. Why and how did you decide to become a chemical engineer? It's a great question. Uh, I grew up in India. Uh, and, uh, you know, I always wanted uh, to come to the U.S. to go to graduate school. Um, and when I was uh, looking at engineering, chemical engineering in those times, I'm talking about late 90s, uh, was an area uh, that had very good potential uh, to go and study, uh, do research, be a professor. That is something that I wanted to do. Uh, now, in India, the way the system works is, at least at that time, you give an all-India examination and then based on the rank that you get, you go to choose the options. So based on my rank, I had an option between metallurgical engineering, civil engineering, mechanical engineering, and chemical engineering. And based on that, um, I chose chemical engineering because I thought that will give me uh, a pathway to, to go to the U.S. And, uh, and go to graduate school. So that's how I, uh, I made my decision. Was there any reason you chose chemical engineering as in like someone in your family do it or it was just something you were interested in? No, uh, it was something that I was interested in. I did enjoy reading chemistry, especially organic chemistry was uh, a subject that I really enjoyed. Uh, but as I said, you know, I, I wanted to go to graduate school in the U.S. And, uh, you know, based on what I had learned uh, at that time, uh, chemical engineering had very good prospects. Uh, so that's why I, uh, I chose chemical engineering. When leaving high school, did you have a general idea of what you wanted to do when you graduated college? If not, how did you go over the struggle of trying to choose what you wanted to do? Yeah, it's a great question. Look, it's very hard at that time, right? Uh, at that age to have uh, absolute clarity on what you want to do. I, I did have, you know, I, I grew up in a family of professors. My father was a professor. My grandfather was a professor. Uh, so at that time, I wanted to go into academia. Uh, I wanted to be a professor. I wanted to do research. Uh, I wanted to come to the U.S. and go to graduate school. So when I was in, in high school, that was my ambition, uh, is to do my undergrad in India, go to U.S. for graduate school, get my Ph.D. and be a professor. Uh, and engineering at that time, uh, you know, I was good in science and math. Uh, and I think that uh, that sort of paved my way uh, to choose engineering. I could have chosen medicine as well. Uh, you know, I come from a family of physicians and for whatever reason, um, I was never attracted towards that. I, I, and that's why I chose engineering uh, with, the, with the goal to come to the U.S. and, and get into academia. So what are your thoughts about doing internships, internships, whether in college or high school? I highly encourage. Uh, look, I think internships is a great way uh, to get into uh, a real working environment uh, and learn, right? Observe, uh, understand what you like, you don't like, but also understand what it takes uh, to be in a, uh, in a working environment. You know, growing up in India, I never had that opportunity. In India, the culture was you don't work till you finish college. 
Um, and my first job actually was after graduate school because I came to the US, did my graduate school. And I feel uh, that if I had an opportunity uh, to do some of the internships, that would have better prepared me uh, when I started working. And I think it also, it does two things, right? It also helps you understand things you are interested in, things you like doing, not like doing, um, and also helps you understand, you know, how the uh, corporate culture or the work environment works. And both of those are very important uh, as you think about what you want to graduate, what you want to major in, uh, and then more importantly, what kind of jobs you would be interested. So I would highly encourage um, high school students or college students to do internships. Just a good learning. It's a good learning experience. Yeah. Were you, uh, were you, was there any internships available back then for you to do? Like, did it uh, help you choose what you wanted to do and uh, see if you liked what you were doing? Not in high school. You know, again, I grew up in India. Uh, the culture at that time was very different. In India, you didn't really work till you finished college. So I never actively explored that. That was something that never crossed my mind. Uh, but having moved to the US, uh, you know, I see the value in it. Uh, you know, I have a I have a son in high school and, and I'm highly encouraging him to uh, do internships, do some summer jobs. I think it helps build character. Uh, but it also helps you learn about yourself. So I didn't have that opportunity, but in the hindsight, if I had, uh, I think that would have helped me. So why did you get an MBA and why did you wait three years after graduating to, uh, to go to MBA school? Yeah, great question. Look, so, you know, I came in a PhD program. So after finishing my undergraduate in chemical engineering, I came to Georgia Tech to do my PhD. Uh, and then my, my research project was with a company. So I used to go and work with them uh, and then what I realized was, uh, you know, I have been thinking about becoming a professor, but maybe I should try working in a corporate environment. So I went to my professor and said, look, why don't I go and work for a couple of years and then make a decision uh, whether I want to do a PhD and become a professor or I want to become a corporate leader. Um, and he said, fine, get your master's, go and work for a couple of years and then make, and then make that decision. Uh, so I finished my master's, started working for Procter & Gamble. Um, and then within a couple of years, I knew that this is what I want to do. Uh, I didn't feel that, uh, although I was very passionate about being a professor and something I do want to do later in my, in my life, uh, at that time, I felt I would be better suited and more interested in being, being in a corporate environment and being a business leader. Uh, but, you know, I was an engineer and I was working as, a, as an engineer at P&G. Uh, now, to be a business leader, uh, although you don't need to have an MBA, uh, I thought getting a formal business education would help me. Uh, so that is why I decided to apply to business schools. That's how I ended up getting my MBA. And that has really helped me um, in my career as a business leader. So would you advise other people to follow down the same career path as such as like a corporate leader? So what I would recommend people to do is uh, work before you especially if you want to do an MBA, I would encourage you to work for a couple of years before you make that decision. Uh, because even if uh, you go to business school, having worked better prepares you uh, because you know how the work environment works. You know what your strengths are. So my, uh, my recommendation would be uh, keep an open mind, finish your college, work for a couple of years, uh, get some work experience, and then step back and make a decision on whether you want to go to business school, which business school you want to go on. Uh, I think you will get more out of your business school experience, <coughs> excuse me, uh, if you have worked before. Uh, and 
I, I would in, encourage people to go and get an MBA uh, if, if you want to build a corporate career. I do think it prepares you well. Having said that, you don't need to have an MBA. Sometimes people do you know, MBA while they are working. Uh, I went full time and I thought I got a lot out of it. Uh, so I would encourage, but my recommendation would be don't straight go to business school after undergrad, uh, work for a couple of years. Uh, I think it, uh, you will get more out of the graduate program. So basically just try it out and like make sure you like it before you commit. That is correct. That is correct. It's like it's like an internship almost, right? As in like you're like working to see if you like uh, what you're doing, I guess. Yeah, I mean look, that's a that's an advice in general, right? It's very hard at your age to know exactly what you want. You know, if somebody does that is great, but they will be uh, a you know, very small percentage of people know exactly what they want to do when they are, you know, 18, 19, 20 years of age, right? Uh, so I would encourage people to uh, go try things out, uh, figure out what they like, what they don't like, uh, and and learn and move on, right? Uh, because early in your career, you will have the luxury of making those uh, decisions, right? Leaving things, trying new things. Um, as you become older, as you become more senior, it becomes more and more difficult. Uh, but I would encourage people to keep an open mind, try things out, learn about yourself, figure out what you want to do, uh, and then zero in on on where you want to build your career. But that will be an advice in general. Try things out, experiment, learn, uh, and then iterate on what you want to do. So what did you do as a consultant at the Boston Consulting Group? Yeah, it's a great question. So, you know, Boston Consulting Group is a strategy consulting firm. Uh, what uh, Boston Consulting Group does is works with, you know, usually Fortune 500 companies, big companies on strategic questions. Uh, so I say, for example, uh, BCG might be engaged by a company that is that wants to increase their profitability uh, and then BCG will come in. Uh, they will look at the information. They will do some analysis and come back with a recommendation or, you know, they might come in and say, hey, we are uh, thinking about uh, entering this particular segment. Should we? Should we not? What is our competitive advantage? So BCG is a strategic uh, uh, consulting firm that advises the clients on questions that are uh, that are strategic in nature uh, and uh, you know engagements typically last about three months uh, we go and work with the clients and we provide them recommendation uh, based on thorough analysis uh, based on you know our understanding of the space uh, on on what they should do so so that's what I did with BCG so was was this your first job uh, in the business field? As in, uh, that's when you started being becoming serious about your business major, I guess. Well, my first job, as you know, was at Procter and Gamble. So I finished my uh, master's in chemical engineering and I started working at Procter and Gamble. Although I was an engineer, uh, but that was my first job into the corporate environment. I did have leadership responsibilities. I was managing teams, uh, interacting a lot with people on the business side. So that's what really uh, piqued my interest that that's where I want to build my career. Uh, you know, consulting world was in a way extension of business school. Consulting is a great environment to learn problem solving, uh, to learn, uh, you know, softer skills like communication skills, uh, influencing skills. So I think, you know, uh, BCG probably solidified my interest that I want to be a corporate leader. So you have worked for Johnson & Johnson for 13 years. Can you walk us through how you got there and your career journey? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, when I was in consulting, you know, Johnson & Johnson was one of my clients. Uh, and through that, I got to know some people. An opportunity came up at Johnson & Johnson. I applied and uh, the role 
uh, met the, the background I had. They were looking for people with experience in strategy and innovation, which is what I had. Uh, and then the last 13 years, I have been very fortunate. You know, Johnson & Johnson is a great organization. Uh, I, have been, I have been very fortunate to get multiple experiences. I have done roles in a lot of commercial roles. I've done roles in marketing. I've done roles in pricing. I've done roles in corporate strategy. Um, and uh, uh, very recently, I am uh, now leading our Asia Pacific business. Uh, so J&J has been a very good experience for me. Um, and, uh, you know, I have been, I've, I've worked in multiple, multiple roles over the last 13 years. So uh, when you came to the U.S., did you plan to go for a master's or a Ph.D.? Yeah, I came to the U.S. in a Ph.D. program. So that's how I came to the U.S. I was uh, I was given a scholarship at Georgia Tech uh, to be in a chemical engineering Ph.D. program. Uh, so that's how I came uh, as a graduate student. Uh, I didn't finish the Ph.D. I did my master's and I left to go and work at P&G and then I took a different career path, got my MBA, and then entered the corporate world. Uh, but yes, when I came to the US, I I came as a graduate student. Uh, and w- what are the what are the challenges that you uh, that you see the younger generation facing, and how are they different than when you went to college? Yeah, I mean, look, you know, when I went to college, the the information was not that readily available. I mean, look. You know, it was hard for me to reach out to people who have gone to these colleges or even reach out to professors. I mean, email was just starting. I'm talking about 98, 99, right? Uh, you know, not everybody had, there were no smartphones. There were no PCs, at least in India. So you had to go and book time at a computer center. It was very hard to communicate, but very hard to get information. Uh, and hence, it becomes difficult to understand what the options are, what is good, what is bad. Uh, the advantage all of you have today is you have a lot of information. Now, that can, be, uh, that can be overwhelming as well. But what I would encourage is uh, talk to people. You know, if, you're, if you're thinking about applying to schools, reach out to people who have graduated. Understand what they like, what they don't like. What is it to be a student in that school? Uh, and then make your decision. Same thing about if you're looking for a job. Reach out to people who work there or who have worked there. Uh, understand what it is to work in that uh, in that organization and see if that is where you would fit in. So I think the biggest difference is just the availability of information and easy access, not just information being available. It's, you can easily access on your smartphones, you know, things we didn't have before. Um, and I think information is power um, if if it is used the right way. So that is one thing I would say. The, the other thing I would say is there are many more career options. I mean, to be very honest, when I was growing up, uh, in in mid to late 90s, especially in India, the options were very limited. You become an engineer or you become a doctor. Today, there are so many things you can do. There are so many things in technology. You can do things in economics. So I think not only more information is available, not only that information you can access uh, easily, but I also think the options that you have today are a lot, right? So those are all the positive things. But that also makes it very, very important for you to be very deliberate and very disciplined about uh, what you want to do. And that is why keep an open mind. Uh, make sure that you're constantly learning um, and, and explore uh, as, you, as you try things out, you know, where your interest lies, uh, what you are passionate about, uh, and, then, and then commit to a particular career track. 
So quick question, uh, as a business leader, what qualities do you, do you see and want in other leaders to become like to become be in the position that you, you are in right now? Yeah, I mean, I would say a few things that comes to my mind, right? I mean, first, I would say uh, one has to be a lifelong learner. So learning agility is one thing I would I would highlight, right? Uh, you know, being able to learn new things. Look, you know, today we did a lot with technology. We didn't study technology when we were in college. You got to make an effort to learn. So that's one thing I would say. Second thing I would say is empathy. You know, we work in this environment, which is global. We work with very diverse, uh, excuse me, <coughs> with, uh, with uh, uh, diverse employees from all around the world. Everybody comes from different perspectives. Having an empathy, uh, to understand things from others' point of view uh, is a very, very important trait of a leader. Um, the third thing I would say is, uh, you know, having a strong communication skills. You know, end of the day, today, you know, we in this virtual environment, you don't really get to meet everyone. Uh, so being able to, um, having a presence, being able to articulate what you want to do, whether it is verbally or or over email or the documents, I think, um, that would be the third thing I would highlight. So I would say, you know, learning agility, having empathy, uh, uh, being a leader. And the third thing I would say is having a strong communication skills are the three things I would definitely pick uh, from a leadership perspective. So what is one quote you live by and why? Yeah, look, I think, uh, you know, as I said, what I truly believe is uh, one has to adapt. Uh, and, you know, there's not a particular quote, but I would say when I say adapt, we are in this environment that is changing rapidly. The macro environment is changing rapidly. Uh, and no matter who you are, you have to have the agility to learn and agility to adapt to new circumstances, to new people, to new realities. And if you don't do both of those very quickly, uh, you will realize that your relevance goes down. So what I live by is, you know, uh, is making sure that I am investing in myself to learn, to grow, uh, and then adjusting, you know, uh, learning from others. So I would say, you know, it's not a quote, but uh, having the learning agility is going to be absolutely critical uh, to stay relevant and competitive in this uh, in this environment. Okay, thank you, Mr. Kamal, for uh, sharing your time for us today and joining us. Um, I hope you have a good day. Thank you so much. And I wish both of you all the very best. Thank you so much for having me. Yep. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye.